Today on the Good Word, we're talking about defining canon and how to hear the word of the Lord. For any body of literature or a set of works, eventually a group of people who use those writings are going to decide which are considered legitimate and important. A group of novels or plays or poems that we call classics of English literature weren't written to become classics, rather after a period of circulation through society and seeing the impact they had upon people, those works that remained were deemed important by those with influence and joined what we call the canon. But a term as vague as classics in an English class can change over time. As tastes change, books that were once considered significant in the past might fade, while others that were previously unappreciated may be reevaluated. Scriptural canon is defined in much more rigid terms. The Bible that we know today was defined well after most of the books that make it up were written. But even that is not definitive. Different traditions of Christianity may add or remove certain books from what is considered the standard canon in the English language. Canon scripture is, by definition, supposed to be the authoritative answer to what is legitimate, but Christianity has hardly ever agreed on what the definition of scripture is. Thankfully, in the latter days, the Lord offers an alternate and more precise answer. In Doctrine and Covenants, section 68, in an ongoing discussion on missionary work and the importance of the Spirit, the Lord gives the answer to what the common thread between all Scripture is. Rather than list out a specific set of writings or books, He points to the origin and the purpose of holy words. And this is the ensample unto them, that they shall speak as they are moved upon by the Holy Ghost. And whatsoever they shall speak when moved upon by the Holy Ghost shall be Scripture, shall be the will of the Lord, shall be the mind of the Lord, shall be the word of the Lord, shall be the voice of the Lord and the power of God unto salvation. The Lord speaks to His children through His Spirit, whether through quiet personal revelation, the recorded words of the prophets, or through the confirmation of truth of another's words. That which is written down by prophets and preserved through centuries is invaluable as we search for the patterns by which the Lord works with us. But that doesn't mean that's the only revelation available. The Lord communicates with us, His children, far more often than we might think if we're not listening. Perhaps this is why the Lord often commands His servants to open their mouths at all opportunities, not for their own sake, but to spread the word of the Lord. This spreading of the Word of God is a lot more literal than we might think as the inspired words taken into an open heart can become as sacred as any frequently quoted scripture. Not every single word spoken through the influence of the Lord's Spirit is going to end up recorded in a bound volume kept on a shelf. God's words are meant to spur us to action, to reflection, and to improvement. And, as Paul states, that which strengthens and enlightens us comes from God. Though we may be surrounded by uplifting messages and kind words all day, the determining factor is our desire to open our heart to hear and accept what God is saying to us. It's only fair that communication be a two-way street. And that's the good word.